When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Yeah. How's it going? Well, Not good. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I'm already recording, so I, like... If, if 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 things go really bad, we can I can edit it. But I wanted to get okay. really raw, really fast. Yeah. So I don't. Are, are, is this a bonus episode? Are we putting this out for everyone? I don't everyone. even know. Huh? Everyone. Everyone. This is for yeah. everyone. This is for everyone. This is a. Uh, what's the opposite of special? Yeah. <laughs> Edition of Barca Talk. So we're gonna try and keep it clean because this is for everyone and. Uh, there, there are words that we might wish we would say, but we're gonna, we're still gonna refrain from it, Gabriel. Okay. So anyway, this is Brian. I'm in Buffalo. Joining me is Gabriel in Madrid. We're still professionals yep. over here on our end. <laughs> Unlike our manager Valverde, uh, we're recording this right after the second consecutive loss of a lead in Champions League, and. Um, that, so my first text to you at the final whistle was Valverde better uh, brush up his punch up his resume. He's going to need it. Yeah, because he's out. There's yeah. no way he's going to stay on next year. This, this is a fireable offense on so many levels of management of the team again. And again, you just cannot be the the receiver of two epic comebacks, two seasons in a row. No, it just. I mean, la- and la- I mean, last year maybe was. I mean, we could talk about which was more heartbreaking, right? Because Roma was not really as strong a team as us, sure. and so and we gave up a lead that was heartbreaking. But here, I mean, it was a stronger team with a a, a better tactician at the helm in Klopp. Uh, you know, a lot of pressure, a lot of great things going for them. And I do want to say, let me just take a breath here for a second. Yeah, I I am trembling, and I don't know if that's just too much coffee, not enough food, or if it's because of this result. But in any case, I I want to say congratulations to Liverpool. Yeah, you know, congratulations to you. But okay, back to back to my outrage. <laughs> yeah, um, it is fireable on on so many levels because we've talked about this numerous times throughout the season. Is Valverde too small time? Is he? Yes. You know, has he learned his lessons? And it turns out he has not. He has not. I cannot believe, Brian, that he rode his career for the this season, especially on Vidal, especially in this match. Yeah. I, that is, I mean, Brian, I mean, we could not do anything. We And, and I was telling my friend next to me, I was like, 
You know, what's funny is, you know, we hadn't seen this press last week, so we don't know what we were expecting. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see anything like this. We were he to- they totally caught us off guard. But here's the thing. All right. So, well, OK, eventually Valverde got the right lineup. <laughs> eventually, once yeah. he put Semedo in, took Coutinho off. And then yeah. once he put Artur in and took Vidal off, he finally got the right lineup. But at that point, it was already in the 70s as far as minutes yeah. go. Yeah. And and the thing is, Liverpool, you know, okay, yes, we were able to get the 3 three nothing victory in the first leg. Great. But over two legs, Liverpool outclassed us on so many levels. We looked old, tired, amateur hour. on on, And the thing I was – I just kept – just was so frustrated, especially in this match is why are we playing down to Liverpool when they should be playing up to us? Right. That's the biggest thing. That's for me is the biggest takeaway. You saw immediately, Brian, when Semedo came in, it just, <laughs> they couldn't beat us into the corner. I right. mean, I don't understand this at all. And then once Arthur came in, we had yes. possession. Exactly. Wow, who knew that, you know? Yeah. And to me, it's just, it's just again, it's not knowing the balance. Um, unfortunately, your boy, Sergio Roberto, this game was just, this matchup was just not for him. It not just at, wasn't. You not know? at right back. I think once Samedo came in and he pushed up, yeah. he, he, was, he was better. Service. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But this is the thing is that you just have to know your personnel. And again, it's just the same thing. I just cannot fathom. We barely did anything on attack. Yeah. We had no support for Suarez. Messi, every time he got the ball, he was surrounded by four people. We had no midfield. And the other thing too, Brian, you know what I want to do on the biggest game of the night is put Rakitic in the left side where he's not good. Right. Yeah. Because you got because you got to put Vidal wherever you think he needs to go because he's the linchpin. He's going to get you through. Dude, how many bad passes have Vidal had? I just wanted to throw my fist through the... I mean, to me, to me more than anything is that, like I always said, in this matchup, we already saw in the first leg what they did and how they crushed us. Could you imagine if Salah played in this match? It would have been insane. It would have been a bloodbath. Exactly. I mean, it already was. It would have been... It could have been even worse. Yeah. And again, man, I just... it every Every player played like... Not well tonight, you know? Yeah. And, and like, well, here's the thing. I'll say this. Vidal at least played about the same as he always does. Yeah. You know? And yeah, he gave up a lot of passes. He made a lot of, he gave up a lot of balls. He made a lot of bad passes, but it wasn't any more than he normally does. He looked like himself, yeah. but who didn't look like themselves was Alba. Uh huh. Really making worst the game of the season. Worst game of the season. Bad header. And I'm, I think that also still comes back to the fact that he's played so many minutes. He might just be exhausted at this point yeah. in the season. We haven't had a good backup for him. He hasn't had enough rotation. And I, I, I'm i I'm just going to chalk it up to that, or maybe he just wasn't in the right headspace or something. But he was, I think once he made that early mistake to give up the early goal, I, I think he was, uh, he was already a little bit out of the game. His head was yeah. out of it or something. Or it could have just been physical. It could have been exhaustion. But Alba didn't look good. Um, and I mean, Coutinho was about Jesus. what you'd expect from what we've seen from him this season. And but I mean, it's that it's that whole left side, right? Yeah. So just think about how many times Alba got the ball to the corner, and he would look up, and there was nobody. Yeah. <laughs> there nobody. Was nobody. And 
again, Rakitic had another bad game, but I blame that more because he was playing the left side. Like Rakitic is on the right. That's our best midfield for the for this season has been Artur, Busquets, and Rakitic going across that way. And I just, oh my God, I'm just so, I just can't believe this because, you know, it's one thing, like, if you lose one goal in the last minute, that's almost like a stomach punch defeat. This was like a defeat by 1,000 paper cuts. Yeah, and that's normally our thing. <laughs> exactly. You could see it coming, you know? You could see it coming, and it's just, I don't understand what he didn't see this whole week in video, in asking the players, getting their input Where's his second assistant coach like you brought up last weekend? Where is the collaboration just to, again, during La Liga, our team is good because we play 1,000 games, Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> and but over that champ- many games. <laughs> exactly. So our team is going to win out for those games just because of the averages, right? But in Champions League, it is so important just to win. Win the match, however it is. It doesn't have to be pretty. Put your lineup. We have the speed. Again, I don't understand why, for example, Samedo was a no-brainer. When I saw the lineup, Brian, I knew it was bad news because the fact that he didn't make any changes or adjustments played right into Liverpool's hands. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay, we're recording again. We had a little bit of an audio problem there. All right. So, uh, yeah, so this comment. Now, this comment came from Christo. He says, I'm... I, and I share this with you. We all do. He says, I am crying right now out of humiliation. I wish that you guys do whatever is in your power to get this coach out of our club ASAP. You're in better <laughs> position of authority than I am. And Christo, I appreciate that you think we have any kind of juice like that. Um, but we 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 do not. As, as we've no. noticed, uh, Valverde does not listen to Gabriel. No, ever. When he clearly should. <laughs> yeah. The board does not listen to us, so I, I think at this point we could, you and I could make a could make a play. We could make a campaign for being sure. like co-managers next year. Hell, yeah. anyone, just get anyone. anyone else. I mean, again, you know, this is this is kind of the thing too, Brian. If if he if Valverde was choosing again, like I said in the last podcast, a physical team to match up against Liverpool because that's what he wants to do, then Semedo has to be in the lineup. He has to be in the lineup. And again, we are sacrificing the style where we are far superior technically, right, with our passing and first touch than Liverpool. But the fact that we did not adjust and just played right into their hands. I mean, Klopp, when he probably saw the starting lineup, he must have been grinning from side to side. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, because he, and knew- he has such a nice smile. He does. And he knew that his subs, even though they're not the quality of Salah and Firmino, but they got speed. And I mean, I knew from the get-go we were in trouble. We just, everyone wasn't plugged in. Suarez played like crap. Messi, one of the worst games he's had. And he, even though he had some shots, but he was left on an island. And that cannot, that is a fireball offense. That cannot happen. You know, you have to have balance. We've talked about it all season. It wasn't until finally we made the subs where we were able to spread the field. But, man, it's just – you just cannot invite Liverpool to attack you or any other team like that, especially on a Champions when all the momentum of Anfield was coming behind them. Yeah. Now, we there's one other comment that we, we've already gotten from Harley, Harley Mitzi, uh, who said, this is starting to feel all too familiar. It's Roma all over again. And 
my response to that, thank you for that, Harley. But honestly, I think it's worse because what's the old saying? You know, fool me once, yeah, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It's the same thing. You, we made this. He made this mistake last season against Roma. He had a lead. He gave it up. He should have known better this year. He yeah, had a definitely. lead. He should have known how to not give it up. And here's what it really comes down to: We are a club that is like if you ask anyone just casually what's fc barcelona all about they're gonna say possession but we have and we have a whole team that's mostly made up of possession players and we have a manager who clearly does not actually believe in possession football so we've got a bunch of guys who that's their game that's what they do well and that's how they win and then we have a manager who's asking them to to do something else yeah i'm the other thing too go ahead and talk i just got to go turn off the stove real quick Sure. Okay. So here I go. So here's my my rant about this. So Brian brought up a good point about that. I mean, again, Valverde, I, I saw this on Twitter as well. When he gets the one goal lead, he just hits the defend button. He has to remember that this is FC Barcelona. We have super talented players. Our bench is deep. You have to utilize that not only through the season, but you have to understand the personnel movements. Again, Coutinho was absolutely horrible. It was as though we were playing a man down. I'm just talking about Coutinho. Yeah, so Coutinho, like this guy, like he had one shot on goal and where to go right to the keeper. Like you have the one moment to, again, he's had two moments, three moments, four moments of the season. And I don't understand why Valverde is writing his career essentially because I'm telling you, this is a fireball offense. This is, you won the Liga, great, but we want more. This is Barcelona. You cannot just be happy with La Liga. I know we still have Copa del Rey, but the dream of the tripleta coming to Madrid to win on the on your rival's ground, essentially, just goes up in smoke for the dumbest reasons again. And, and it's not only giving up a lead of one nothing. That's that's okay because things can happen here or there. Sure, three one in Roma, three nothing here. We all we needed to was a goal, and I was telling my friend, yeah, exactly. But I'm saying we were up three nothing, oh, and the thing yeah, is, yeah, yeah. The thing is, when, when they were up two or three nothing, did we ever show any moxie that we were ever going to score a goal? Not really, no. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, there my, there were moments, there were chances, there were moments, there were moments that but, looked promising, but you know, they, they were they were not uh, they weren't good. They were like maybe sixty percent. Yeah, and this goes to again Valverde not understanding this type of tournament. Exactly. You have to win this league. And the fact that he didn't adjust with the front three is just, again, it's fireable. I just cannot, you know, it's one thing if his style would have got us the triplete, I would accept that. But sure. the fact that for most of the time in these big matches, especially in this two legs, we were outclassed, outpossessed. We didn't even look like a team. We looked as, we looked as though we were playing in the Portuguese Premier League team, you know? Uh, and yeah. you got to give Liverpool all the credit because they scouted us. We couldn't adapt. We couldn't change the game. And, man, they, they killed us tonight. They yeah, asked, I mean, what was their possession tonight, like 90%? Actually, <laughs> str- strangely, we did actually just barely have the percentage um, oh my God. statistically. But it, was, were uh, it, wasn't all, it wasn't all at the same time like it normally yeah, is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they were killing us in the first 15 minutes. We couldn't, we couldn't string three passes together. It's just like, oh, my God. And it's not as though we didn't – you know, if it would be different, Brian, if this was, let's say, pool play in Champions League. 
you know, we played Liverpool and then we played a couple matches and we forgot how they, we literally just saw them six days ago. Yeah. Like we, <laughs> it's like, yeah. And what, just because Salah can't play, you, you, you think everything's going to be fine. You think they're not going to come at you with the same kind of pressure in their home ground. I mean, you know how we were talking about them fighting for the premier league. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is just comes down to the edge that they've been playing with. I mean, we we looked as though we were in second gear the whole match, and we had to get out of that. And yes, there was a couple times where we tried to string an attack, but man, Alba, the time for Alba to have the worst game of the of the season. I mean, how many bad passes did he have? He had so many bad passes, oh and I mean, it was just so unexpected, out of character it was, for Alba. It was, but here, I mean, there here's was a question I have. Yeah, and if if you want to talk about something else after this, that's fine. I just want to get this out there. Sure. In the 16th minute, Messi was in on goal. Yeah. He had an open shot, and he tried instead to cut to his left, Yeah, and the ball got taken away. Why didn't he just shoot? Yeah. Why didn't he just shoot it? I mean, it's time? that moment. It's that moment. There was another time when I think, um, who was it? Alba didn't shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm not shocked I- for Alba to not shoot. Yeah, uh, he's only scored two goals this year. You know, he's he's always going to be looking for the pass before he looks for a shot. I understand that, but this is this is Messi. Normally, yeah, yeah, if no. Messi has a line on goal, he'll take it and it and yeah. it'll go in. Oh, I, I have another point of contention for you: mm-hmm. the short corners. Sure, but their long corners suck too. Everything sucked. <laughs> we fucking we sucked. Megan man. was saying, I've never seen them take a take a good corner like you know an actual cross into the box kind of style corner i know but like for example in this match where we could not string an attacking play we had to take try to take advantage of those corner opportunities and we didn't we were offside on two of them i mean it's just it's just baffling to me because we're watching the match we've seen it on tv and it's clear as day that we need the speed out there just to level the playing field and the fact that Valverde just continues with this slow lineup that he rolls up the slowest lineup that we, I mean, he should just put like one of the athletic trainers out there too, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to say to pick on Sergio Roberto, but again, he should have learned from the first leg that Mane was going to eat him again. And yeah. he did. And so did the other guy, orgy, orgy. Oh my God. <laughs> that guy scored two goals tonight. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <sighs> and there, Oh, I mean the, uh, the, the the sneaky one on the corner that was yeah but I, you got to give them credit that's no just, you do because we, yeah. were, we they were sleeping Barcelona was was asleep and you know they just sort of thought that everything would go like it normally yeah, goes of course. like it's a nice leisurely friendly match but it's not it's the second leg of the Champions League semifinal guys do you know how like in a match like this, you know, well, usually when you lose this type of match, like a heartbreaker match, you can point out to maybe one or two plays, but man, there's 25 plays oh, yeah. that led to this, you know, outcome. So that's one play, you know, obviously the performance of our team, the passing of our team was awful. Um, you know, our defense was just under barrage. I mean, they did the best they could for what they were trying to do, but I mean, how many times we're you're just like, Oh my gosh, like, don't shoot and Liverpool shot the ball. And it was just, man, it's just, it's super frustrating because, you know, you, I think it's, this is worse than last year by far because it's a semifinal and we could taste the tripletta. Yeah. Right? And 
you just again, man, you waste another year of messy, man. Yeah, it's just uh, um, Valverde lacks imagination. Balls. He, he lacks. Yeah, yeah. Let's call it courage. he lacks um insight really like like we like we said uh, you know klopp is a better tactician but but valverde does have better a better team if he just puts the right lineup on and i know he has some kind of tactical plan but i it well okay another two things clearly his assessment of his players is inaccurate. Correct. That's a good point. He thinks Vidal can do something that Vidal can't do. He thinks Sergio Roberto can do something that he can't do. He, you know, he thinks Rakitic can be just as good on the left as he is on the right when it's clearly not true. Not. Yeah. And man, I just, it's just super frustrating because again, it's, you know, this happened in the Pep era. You know, this happened in the Luis Enrique era. It's, you have to treat these tournaments as different animals. And the fact that you cannot just use your lineup to just get these two victories is just, again, it's fireable and it's just unforgivable because our team is elite, is super elite. The fact that Arthur didn't start, man, I mean, you saw it immediately. How many times did he just take the ball and didn't pass, but he just kind of went backwards and just held the ball. And then all of a sudden Liverpool laid off him. Yeah. They, he took the steam out of their press immediately, Correct. not with passing, but actually just with his own possession skills and with a well-picked pass. Exactly. Exactly. What about this Malcolm coming with three minutes left in the game? It's like, why not? <laughs> this guy, I he mean, didn't what is have he, any what ideas is... at the, at the first minute? He, and he just realized I'm out of ideas now. I'll try this. Oh, man, it's just, it's just, it, it's the worst. I mean, it, I, it's the worst, man. It's the worst. It is the worst because like we, we've, we've highlighted all these bad things. And it's, I mean, again, I understand you got to give Liverpool credit. I mean, you, it's more about Liverpool, what they did to us and how we couldn't counter. Right. But I think that, this is all Valverde's fault for the most part. And yes. just the lineup leading the team into a situation of a no-win situation, which could have easily been avoidable, you know? And so that's where I put a lot of the, the fault. Obviously, the players didn't play very well. But again, most of them were out of position, you know? And and the thing is, it's just, man, it, it, it's one thing if we hadn't seen Liverpool in six months, but we just saw them six days ago. And we were talking about this in the last episode about their press the way they push us out wide, Ter Stegen's accuracy again. How many balls did he kick out of bounds? Um, there was no help in the middle. Valverde's or Vidal's lack of passing accuracy. I mean, how many times did he give up the ball? Coutinho, another no-show. I mean, we played with 10 men, essentially. Oh, yeah. We played with maybe, actually, maybe even nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, nine and a half. Because it wasn't just, I mean, it wasn't just Vidal who was giving balls away. Everyone was giving balls away. I mean, uh, PK with just you know you know desperate clearances, which, yeah, which never work out well because you know they didn't let us play out from the back like like we'd like to, and you have and you should have seen that coming. So, but I think you're right that it's, it does all come down to Valverde because of who he picked to start. Had you started Arthur instead of Vidal, had you started Semedo instead of Sergio Roberto, and had you played Sergio Roberto in instead of Coutinho, yeah, or or even Malcolm, whatever. 
or even Malcolm or someone other than Coutinho. I mean, I'm sorry. Coutinho's had too many opportunities and this is, this can't stand, man. Yeah. And obviously we didn't have Dembele. So he, this aggression will not, this, stand. this aggression will not stand, this man. Lack of, and lack of aggression will not stand. Exactly. Man. Dude. It's just, I mean, we're not athletic Bilbao, my friend. Yeah. This is Barcelona. Get, get the team out of first gear, get the Ferrari. This is a Ferrari. This is this is just again we've seen this in the last two months about how he all of a sudden has just gone Vidal and it's man it's just it's just super frustrating because we see a clear as day that what Liverpool is clearly doing and we did not adjust at all and that that for me is the most baffling that again you know in La Liga when we play a thousand games we're going to win ninety percent of those because of our lineup and our and our overall talent but in this Champions League you have to manage those micro games those micro legs. And Klopp, you got to give him credit. He gets all the credit. I mean, they. I would. I'm going to root for them for the uh, for the Champions League final because they des- clearly deserve it. The way they fought, they fought through injury. They showed so much heart tonight. They they played as though they were on a zero zero leg tonight. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I think that. I don't know. This is this is maybe overly simplistic, but. I do think that uh, for the next manager who will be uh, taking over for next season, (laughs) (laughs) one basic, one criteria, of course, you got to look at a lot of things, but one criteria should be that as a player, they should have played in and won a Champions League final. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Just someone who understands that tournament, someone who's been there and really gets it. Because clearly, Valverde just doesn't understand this tournament. He doesn't. He doesn't. And the other thing too, Brian, we just have to find someone that is adaptable for this microcosm situation. You know, you, you have to sometimes abandon what you've been doing all season just for this one minute, just to get past this opponent. Yeah. Could you imagine if we got through Liverpool and Ajax would have won? Ajax would have maybe schooled us. Maybe. You know, I mean, just they're because of their... A, they're having a banner year. Exactly. But just the way they're aggressive... They press high, they have young legs, and they just go after it. So, again, you're just trying to just survive and advance in this tournament. That's all you have to think about. Forget about your style. You know, I'm looking at the who scored thing, and it's just it's just the most depressing thing you've ever seen, Brian. It's a 4-4-2 lineup. Everyone has fives across the board. Oh, yeah. It's just the passing accuracy. I mean, we bar- we won the possession, like you said, but I to me it didn't feel like it. Um, I mean, Coutinho just just yeah, because I mean, again, it was all spread out. Like, yeah, sure, in, in percentage terms, and that's why even something like a possession statistic doesn't really tell the whole story. Right? Yeah, because it's one thing to have cumulatively all you know more possession than the other team, sure. but we didn't have good possession, and we didn't have the ball in long stretches like we normally do. We weren't. We were we were not in any way dominating the, I mean, I'm trying to even think of like um, a shining moment, even which we didn't have. There were, there wasn't, there was really not even a moment of, of hope. Yeah. No, seriously. (laughs) There were flashes. There were little flashes, but not really. It's just no, no periods or spells where I'm like, okay, we're in this game. Yeah. But you know, Okay, so we just talked about how Valverde should adapt, right? So he goes with a 4-4-2, okay? But in this lineup, it's basically almost a 4-1-1 because 
Messi had to link with Suarez and Suarez was all by himself. Yep. Right. We've talked about this. If you're going to go with the 4-4-2, that's fine. I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to create a little bit more midfield power. I get that. But put Messi in the midfield. Yeah. And put Malcolm with Suarez. I mean, you have to understand these dynamics, especially Valverde has been playing football his whole life. He's a coach. He has more experience than I do. But you have to understand what Messi brings. And if you just substitute Malcolm up there and you take out you know, Rakitic or Vidal or Coutinho and you put Messi in the midfield, all of a sudden – we have better linking play. We have speed. So, you know, it's just, it's just, I cannot believe this, you know, like I'm just looking at Vidal's numbers. It's just, it's, it's just, I, I, just can't, I can't believe it. he's been playing so many minutes. I just, it's just unfathomable. It's just, oh man, Brian, I need a hug. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lucky. Uh, Cause Megan was here to console me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there were, in fact, there were a couple of tense marital moments during the game. But you know, afterwards we <laughs> we came together yeah. again, and uh, I wish I were there to to give you a hug. But uh, I mean, so. I know this is the emotional response. I'm glad we did this because I just needed to get it off my chest because I was with people who didn't understand football, and it was driving me crazy because I was trying to explain something, and they were like, "Well." I mean, it's not all the coach's fault. And I said, well, 99.99 repeating is, is his fault. You know, for the yeah. most part. They're like, well, they should just try to get the ball. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's just tell them to get the ball. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Do you have him on your on your text list? Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's, let's talk. Uh, oh, man. Anyway, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this. It's just super frustrating because it's just a wasted season to greatness. Yeah. You know, especially with Messi. Um, you know, Messi did as much as he could, but again, it's, it's, it really is just Valverde just being afraid of the moment and letting, conservative. letting a lead slip through your fingers again. Yeah. Again, it's just, it's remarkable. I mean, I'm just gonna, I don't even know what I'm going to do. This is just, I'm just looking at the Twitter reaction and it's just insane. Just everyone's just going through the same thing of just disbelief and anger and, you know, just how this happened. And yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. And, you know, and what like about the, all the YouTube live channels, they're all live there. I yeah. mean, everyone, all, all, all the other media outlets similar to our own are. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing too, the other thing too, is like Valverde was in the press conference and he's just like, I don't know what happened. Oh, you don't. Well, that's another reason why you should be fired. Oh, everyone's tweeting the picture of the Ajax coach. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I'm down with that. At least he's got some, you know, some aggressiveness and he's not afraid to play a style, but you know, you know, Brian, you know, one of the things that you fell in love with the team and me too, as well, it's just, it's the playing style and we have completely lost that identity. It's gotten worse. I think in the last couple of years, just um, especially with, um, you know, obviously the lack of Iniesta and, and Javi that happens, but we can still have the tiki taka, the possession style, but we can also be direct. And I just don't understand we don't do either, really. Right, you know? exactly. Especially in these big games. We don't have an identity right now. Yeah. And and what that's, again, because of, you know, this this guy. This guy. This guy. <laughs> Val Green. Yeah. So. I mean, and again, I think that, I think it also is, uh, there's, there is a disconnect. There's a dissonance between yeah. maybe what Valverde would like to do, like, he would like to some, I mean, really, he, he wants to just keep managing athletic Bilbao. 
Yeah. But I understand also like when he was at Athletic Bilbao, he'd been there for many years. He he had a thing going on there and he had a culture and they had an identity. Yeah. And it was kind of already there when he came in. He continued that. It all made a lot of sense, institutionally speaking. But if Barcelona calls and you're a manager, you pick up the phone and you take the job. I understand that. Of course. So that's what he did. But you know, he it's almost like he wants he wants Barcelona to be Athletic Bilbao, and that's not that's not going to work out. And again, you've got all these players. You've got you've got Messi. I mean, Valverde had Iniesta. Uh, you've got Busquets. You've got Pique. You've got Alba. You've got Sergi Roberto, Rakitic, even Suarez. They're all they're all bit, well. Suarez is just kind of like his own beast. But so maybe lop him off the list. But you've got all these players who are accustomed to trained in this Barcelona style of possession-based, short passing, movement off the ball, tiki-taka, and then you want to try and bring in someone like Vidal. Meanwhile, now you've got Arthur who plays exactly like that, and you don't play him as much. You don't play him in this moment because he doesn't actually – he's not on board with, with the Barcelona style. So there's always been this tension and this disconnect between how we think of Barcelona and how Valverde plays Barcelona. I mean, so I it's agree. time for it's him just, to go. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous because he he was at the mountaintop two times, yeah. basically, to really accomplish great things at Barcelona. And his, you know, him being scared of the moment, him not taking chances just to get those victories and not relying on the players and seeing – Again, it's just it's just remarkable, Brian, because it's just I mean, it's clear as day that there had to have been adjustments, especially in the in the second half of the first leg when Semedo came in. How do you not just see that on the video when you're watching the video and just saying, yeah, Semedo has to start, you know, and it's really just simple fixes. And that's the other thing. It's not as though we have to go through this player revolution like Real Madrid is going through. Right. It, it is. It is the simplest of things. It's just putting a player here and putting a player there for one leg. Yeah, we have all the players. We have everything we need. It's all right on hand. It's in the roster. You don't have to go looking anywhere beyond your own locker room for what you need. And you just didn't see it. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just just heartbreaking because it's just Orgy scored two goals. That's all I have to say. Who? You know? Orgy. You know? (laughs) This guy. And it's just it's 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 incredible it's just, i'm looking at youtube right now i just see i don't know if i can i can take all these reaction videos i, I just like maybe it's cathartic too maybe just to see other people feeling the way i'm feeling but man it's just it's yeah it's going to be a tough one to swallow again so. yeah well that's why we're doing this right now i mean this is yeah. this, today's tuesday we yeah, the, the the podcast just came out yesterday. Normally, <laughs> normally I would have said because when you asked, should we record? I normally I would have said no. Let's just wait until Thursday for yeah. a bonus episode. Let's stay on schedule. But I we this has been good. This has been therapeutic for yeah. me to do this with you right now rather than yeah. waiting until Thursday. And I hope that being here for everyone else out there listening that this that this is helping for us just to hear us venting maybe that that helps you vent as well because uh we all are united in we all you know many of us sometimes we disagree about things uh between you know Gabriel and I and you the listeners sometimes we disagree on things but I feel like we're probably all united in this moment 
in really believing that Valverde, thank you for the La Liga trophies. Thank you for what you have done, but you're just not up to the standard. Yeah. You're not up for, you're not up for this team anymore. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I fully agree. And you know, um, this is just, yeah, you just can't waste these opportunities. They, 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 when they're at your doorstep, you have to take full advantage because these windows close so quickly. They close so quickly. I mean, we just saw what's happening in Real Madrid. And before you know it, people just turn old and they're uninspired. And, you know, you just, you just, can't, it's just man, it's just, it's unbelievable. I just, I was looking at, you know, it's funny because, you know, we were texting earlier today about, you know, Barcelona wins. We're going to do this thing in Madrid and da, 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 and try to. <laughs> yeah, we were already not, well, you weren't planning, but you were, you yeah. know, there was the possibility that, that if we went through, we, we weren't trying to jinx it. And I promise we no, didn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> we have nothing to do with it. We, we didn't cause this. It was Valverde. Yeah. But was yeah, up. there was talk of having a, having a little Barca talk watch party for the final in sure. Madrid. But now, I mean, we could still do that, but it, Nah. It wouldn't quite be the same. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, you know what I'm thinking? Cause you know how I am. I have my, I'm, I have my obsessions. Sure. Cause Chabi just announced his, his retiring from playing. Oh, he knows sure. he's going to go into coaching, but, and he already has like, I think maybe one initial coaching badge, but I mean, it's uh-huh. obviously way too early. You can't throw him into that, but honestly, yeah. let's just like, could we just get him for a season? And like, yeah, if you, no matter <laughs> Yeah. Even even if you don't win anything, it's it's fine. You're better than this guy. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But, yeah. but also, it's it's a shame because I I feel one hundred percent certain that Xavi will one day be managing the first team at, at FCB. But you also have to admit that by the time he's ready for that, Messi will be gone, more than likely, yeah. or maybe in his last season or two. And uh, but you know he's going to do great things. But it's we don't want to wait. We just yeah. need someone who can, who can look at a videotape, correct, and make some fairly basic conclusions out of it. I mean, we talked about their sports analytics program. Yeah, yeah. Where was the innovation hub there? Apparently, they didn't have the beta tapes. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> can you believe? I mean, this guy. You know, I have a really good comment here. I want to. I want to kind of finish the the episode with. So yeah. I'm in this Barca talk. Uh, Facebook group and this guy Abdur Muhammad has a really good comment that kind of subs up the Mal- the Valverde thing. It says, "So for all the people who said Valverde is a good coach and we should give him a chance, the first leg we didn't deserve to have a score of three nothing. I agree. Yes. What annoys me the most is that we saw perfectly how Liverpool played. Put pressure on defenders and they couldn't do nothing. A coach should adapt his tactics to this and now how to deal with this in the second leg. Now, what did Valverde do?" Nothing. Nada. We were we were terrible in defending. There were no attacking lines. The coach doesn't even know how to put fire in his team. Another thing that I totally agree. He doesn't even know how to use Coutinho. Plays with midfield with three defending, more defending midfielders. He can have his La Liga title. It's not even hard to win when Real Madrid is in crisis and with Messi in your team. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say all that, but without Messi, we wouldn't have even won the Liga. The best part of all is that we're all stuck with this dude for the next season. I hope he sees that he is the right manager for this team, Barcelona, and that he leaves the club. But, uh, you know, the first points I agree with, with just, you know, adapting the tactics. Again, Brian, at halftime, you need one of these speeches. Win one for the Gipper, you know, light a fire. And, 
you know, as we've noted, someone t- t- tweeted at me, he's like, you know, Valverde has the one picture in his office. Do you think he fired up the team? And I was like, <laughs> you know, no. I mean, that's the other thing with Klopp, you know, not only is he a great tacticianer, but he's going to fire those guys up and believe in something. Oh, yeah. You know? And maybe we should get Klopp. I think we should get Klopp <laughs> if we can. If we can get him, we should get him. Oh, man. We'll, anyway, we'll, I don't know if I have anything squad, else. He'll win, he'll, win, he'll win three Champions Leagues in a row. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. All anyway, right. well, yeah, we uh, I'm uh, I'm good now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel better. <laughs> and yeah. again, I hope everyone listening feels a little bit better. Um, again, this is very, very unscheduled Barca talk programming. Um, as soon as as soon as we're done recording, I'll, I'm going to throw this up. So, yeah. Um, I hope you, I hope you all out there. Uh, I hope this helps. Yeah. Uh, I hope this does something for you. Um, uh, Barca hugs, yeah, Barca hugs, uh, but also <laughs> all around. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, I guess the only thing you could say is, you know, there is, there is always next year, but that's cold comfort, as they say. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, I, I hope, I hope this, uh, I hope this did something for you, and, uh, well, uh, yeah. That's where if, if you're one of our Patreon supporters, we'll have a, a proper bonus episode still on Thursday. And then on Monday, we'll have another episode and uh, and we'll we'll talk more then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.